Hello, welcome to The Other Side of Fear. I'm Emily Kesterson. Thank you so much for being here today. So I want to talk today about taking ownership of your life and really fully understanding that you are in the driver's seat and feeling like you're in the driver's seat. How to stop that cycle of feeling like life is just happening to you because I've been there, I've done that, and the growth for me has been just every day on a deeper level, understanding that I am in total control of my life, how I react, what, how, what I think about, how I respond to people, my beliefs, that's totally in my control. And my life reflects what I believe on the inside. And that my friends is life fucking changing. That's been my whole vibe, everything in my life has changed when I, when I realized this. So step one is understanding that everything in your life is a reflection of your beliefs. It's a reflection. You have created this reality and it's not be, it's not something to feel guilty about or feel ashamed of. It's simply understanding that, wow, my life is a mirror to what's inside of me. And this is always the toughest pill for people to swallow. Our ego are that, you know, that part of us, our ego is that part of us that is there to protect us. So that like survival mode and our ego wants to tell us, no, it's, your mom's fault, your dad's fault, your husband's fault, that, that ex-boyfriend's fault. It's, um, your baby daddy's fault. It's, you know, and that's all these different people that have done you wrong. And that's the reason why your life is where it's at right now. And the crucible moment for me, the moment everything changed was when I realized that nobody held a gun to my fucking head and made me marry my ex-husband. Like I chose that. So why did I make that choice? And when I, opened that door, I was like, holy shit. If I can choose that uh, from such a place of pain, then if I shift my beliefs and shift my energy, what could I possibly create? And then, you know, the rest is history. That's where my healing journey began. The journey for me since that point has been, you know, I had this like kind of vague understanding of like, oh, my life is mirroring back my beliefs, but I still had this kind of um, idea that there were things out of my control that were happening to me. Life was still happening to me. There was still so much fucking drama in my life with relationships, with, um, you know, my body, with finances, with all of these areas of my life. I still had so much drama. As I've grown, I've realized holy shit, I was creating that. I was creating these fucking problems. And I'm not the only one that does this. This is how we, uh, human nature, this is what we do. So it's been so epic for me to totally take ownership of this. And I've just been next level, like not letting thoughts into my mind that aren't serving me, not letting myself have conversations in my head that just aren't happening, you know, focusing on the past or focusing what's going to on what's going to happen in the future. I've totally had to stop myself from doing that because what was happening is I was, I was spinning. I was just spinning my tires. I was like a truck stuck in mud. I was spinning my tires and wasting all of this energy on shit that just didn't fucking matter. It, there was a completely out of my control. Things that happened in the past, I can't go back and change that. What's going to happen in the future? Totally out of my control. I can't predict that. So I'm wasting all of my energy in the present moment, focusing on shit that's totally out of my control. So the shift has been, what can I control? 
And I know with conviction that I can control what I think about. I can control how I react. I can control the words that come out of my mouth. I can control my energy. It's so empowering to say that nobody can make me feel anxious. Nobody can make me angry. Nobody can make me feel something unless I agree to it. And I was talking to my five-year-old about this. So obviously my kids are a mirror back to me. And so I see a lot of the, the programs that I gave my kids in, you know, the things that they say and the way that they act. So my five-year-old has a lot of that victim mentality. I was a huge helicopter mom with him. And, you know, there's a lot of dysfunction. There was a lot of pain in his life. And then I would overcompensate and try to protect him. And it was just really hurting him. It really, really hurt his ability to grow and be independent and be strong. So now I'm seeing in him still these old patterns of this victim, this victim, you know, energy. And I take full responsibility for that because, you know, I, my kids have no, they can't get, I'm their primary caregiver. I'm their primary person that they're learning from. So the way that they act, the way that they react, who they are is really a mirror back to myself. And it's so cool. And it, it's just, it's very humbling. So I'm seeing him, you know, he says this thing, he, he states things like, um, the, like if he's having a hard time, like say going down a slide, he's like, the slide won't let me go down. Or if, Abbott is my little one. If Abbott is getting in the way, like, you know, cutting him off when we're going on a walk, he's like, Abbott won't let me walk any further. So he's totally not taking responsibility for, hey, I need to come up with a solution here or this you know, I need to figure this out. He's saying, oh, they won't let me do it. Oh, like just whining. And so I've had to say to him, I'm like, is it that he, that Abbott's not letting you do it or you're having a difficult time because he's getting in your way. And we've had to totally rewire that so that he can take full responsibility for, I get to control how I feel. And one of the big things that he does is he says, Abbott's making me sad. Abbott's making me mad. And I'm like, no, you're choosing to respond that way based on what Abbott is doing to you. So you have a choice. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry, but you get to decide how you feel. Nobody can make you feel that way, right? It's totally in your control. And so this has been a process as I learned to do this, I can then teach my kids how to do it. And it's a mirror back, you know, I'm like, holy shit, dude, I fucking taught him that. Like (laughs) I have to take responsibility, you know? So it's so cool. And for me to be able to be at this point in my life where I'm like, man, nobody can make me feel any way that I don't want, that I don't want to feel, you know, and I really protect my energy. I really protect my, I know what triggers me. I know what I can handle at this point, you know, and I protect that. So I don't put myself around people that really are not in alignment with my energy. I don't put myself in situations that, that it's going to trigger me. You know, we all get triggered and we're all going to get triggered. I just did a post on Facebook book the other day about my body. My body is still a huge, um, it's not still a huge trigger for me. It's definitely been a process for me though. And I will still find myself getting triggered with the old programming, feeling out of control, feeling not good enough, feeling like I need to be skinny to be, you know, to be beautiful. And just all of these like backwards, you know, 
beliefs. And when I really logically think about it, I'm like, well, I don't really believe that. I really actually do like my body. But what I'm doing is I'm getting triggered and then I'm creating this huge fucking problem out of nothing. So the journey for me has been understanding my, you know, my trigger and just sitting with it. Oh yeah, I feel out of control. Oh yeah, I'm feeling betrayed. Oh yeah, I'm feeling sad. And instead of putting it on my body as my body is broken and my body is the problem, I'm able to stop that thought, resolve that thought, process that emotion and move on and not, you know, attach it to Craig and making a huge problem with him because that's something I do too. Or, you know, it's like Craig, it's my body. It's, um, you know, as a parent, it's, you know, I have like the, with my clients, with money. There's all of these, you know, these categories that I love to be like, oh, I have this huge problem. And the truth is I don't have that problem. You know, I, of course, life is hard. And of course we come up against things that are like, oh, you know, interesting. This is going to change the game a little bit. Right. But it's the way that we look at it. So I've really shifted from looking at, oh, I have this problem and I have this problem and I have this problem. Instead, I'm looking at it like, oh, hmm, what can I do to change this? What do I need to shift inside of? me? What action can I take to shift this? And instead of making it a problem, it's like, oh, okay, this is a thing I'm coming up against and I need to figure out how to get past it. So ultimately what it all comes back to though, is not blaming anyone else for our problems and just totally owning it. And I don't know very many people that are willing to do this, to be quite honest. A lot of women quit. A lot of women drop out when they're like, you're batshit crazy for thinking that I have to take responsibility for this. And I get it. I've been at, you know, I've been through an abusive marriage and some really gnarly shit with my kids. And I've had to totally sit with, man, I've been available for this pain. I've been available for this drama. And that's on me. I'm not responsible for what that person did. I'm not responsible for their actions, but I am responsible for myself and I'm responsible for what I've allowed in my life. And a client of mine, um, we were talking the other day and she's like very empathetic. She's very, um, I want to say sensitive, but not sensitive in a bad way, sensitive just to energy. And she's really spiritual. And she was talking about having a really hard time because she feels like her, she's giving, uh, she, she said she feels like, um, when she's around certain people, they're sucking her dry. And we had a great conversation about how you can't, nobody's sucking you dry unless you let them. Right. So we have this like, oh, I'm empathetic. So I feel everybody's emotions and it's just so hard for me. And life is so hard. It's like, dude, you're letting that happen. It's not just like, oh, I've been cursed with this thing and it's completely out of my control. It's totally in your control. I get it because I am the same way, but like, fuck, if I was acting like that with my clients, I would be a total mess hearing all of their problems. I mean, the women that I help have some serious fucking problems. Half of them have been horrifically sexually abused as children. So if I took on their, all of their pain and just, I would melt to the fucking ground and be a total mess. And I, so I can't do that. So I've really learned to say, I get to decide what I feel, how I react, how I respond. And that's the only way I can do this work. I could, I couldn't do it any other way. And so my client and I were talking about that. She's like, holy shit. I never even considered that I can control this. I've seen her totally right. She's young. She's like 23. I'm like, damn, 
mom, sister. She's got a whole life in, ahead of her, right? And so to see this young girl like totally take ownership of her life, it's like, dude, if I can do it, if she can do it, anybody can do this. But we have to be willing to say, yeah, I don't want to be in this drama anymore. I don't want to live in pain anymore. And it's so funny because there's so much adrenaline with problems. Like I fucking love. Okay. So I'm going to share the story with you guys because it's really fucking funny. I've only told my friends about this, but whatever. So every month, so I have two kids and then, you know, Craig and I are together and he didn't have any kids coming into the relationship. And so we've talked about, you know, having kids in the future and it's something that we want or whatever, but (laughs) right now we don't want kids. And so every month, I take a pregnancy test because I'm like so convinced that I'm pregnant. (laughs) And he's like, can you, and it's always like two days before I start my period. And he's like, can't you just wait until you start your period and figure it, you know? And I'm like, I can't wait. I know. I just know. And it's like all this fucking drama. And so finally he's like, dude, I'm just going to buy you a Costco size box of fucking pregnancy tests because you're wasting so much money. And it's so funny because I've let go of so much drama in my life. Trust me, there's still drama there. But I've let go of so much drama in my life and so much of this like need for all these problems. And I'm like, can I just have my one thing? Can I just have this one thing to like get my juices flowing and to get the adrenaline up? But it's so funny. It's funny in that sense. But like, what the fuck? Like every area of my life was dramatic. My body, money, relationships, God, my spirituality, like everything was so fucking dramatic. And so now that I'm on, you know, the other side and I feel so much peace and I'm like, fuck, like, this is insane. Like, I don't even know what to do with myself without all of this adrenaline pulsing through my body. I'm not in this like survival mode anymore. So anyways, it's just super funny. But ultimately what it comes back to is I have problems too. And I've been through shit too. But my life has totally changed when I say, yeah, dude, I was allowing that. I was available for that. I made choices that put my, and I put myself in that situation. And if I want my life to um, start looking differently. I have to start on the inside. I can't start, um, and expect my mom to change or my dad to change or my, um, you know, my partner to change or all of these people to change in order for me to be happy. Cause it's not going to fucking happen. And if we're waiting around for other people to change for us to be happy, then we're going to be waiting forever. And we're going to be a victim forever. And the growth and the fucking like Queens are the ones that say, dude, I'm like, I am taking control of this fucking ship. Life is not happening to me. It's mirroring what my beliefs are. So I want to shift that and I'm going to change my beliefs. And seriously, I knew no one that could do this before. I knew no one that was actually shifting their beliefs, actually taking ownership of their life and had the shit that that I wanted. The body, the money was doing something that they fucking loved. The relationship had everything that they want, you know, until I found my coach and I'm like, holy shit, this is like actually an option. And when I found her and my life changed and my life started to mirror what I wanted it to mirror, I realize I'm like, anybody can do this and I'm going to fucking do this and be that example for women. And so I know it's possible. And I know that women, that you're never going to do it unless it matters to you. You're never going to do this work unless you're so fucking committed. You're like, I am so sick of suffering. I'm so sick of being in this 
victim mode. I'm so, like, for me, I hate being the fucking victim. And I would have said, I'm not the victim. But really, I was. Really, it was the same fucking energy as like people moping around. I just was pretending it wasn't. And so I work with women that don't want to be victims either. And they're like pushing and whatever. But I know that you're never going to break this cycle unless it matters to you. Unless you're like, I don't ever want to be in this position again. I don't ever want to be this low again. And it matters to me that I move out of this. And when you have that, that energetic shift in that, like, there's no fucking way. Like I look back at my life, um, you know, two years ago and there's no fucking way I'm ever going to be that low again. I know with conviction because it was so painful to be that low. It's so painful to me that I put myself in a situation that I was that low. And so I wake up every day and I fucking am obsessed with moving forward. I'm obsessed with getting even better, being even more loving, even more calm, even more peaceful, a better mother, a better partner, a better coach. I'm obsessed with it. And it fucking matters to me. And the women that have this conviction and this energy, they see the same results, but there's no fucking way that you're going to see the results unless you're willing to take that step and say, yeah, I'm responsible for my life. And I didn't fully understand it at first either. And the more I've grown, the more it's dropping in for me. But it was that first step of like opening that door, like, man, I want to take responsibility and I'm ready. Anybody can do this work if they're ready. Any woman that's ready to change her life can absolutely do it and do it fast. It's just a decision. It's deciding I'm I'm sick of suffering. So if this is you and you're like, dude, I got to stop this crazy fucking drama and this pain. And I want that. I want to be with my soulmate. I want to have that relationship. I want to feel healthy and strong. I want to be uh, raise independent children. I want to have, you know, be doing the um, um, job that I love helping people or whatever that looks like for you. If you're in that spot and you're like, this is what I want, reach out to me. This is like, this is my fucking jam. This is what I wake up and do every day. And I tell people all the time, I would never ask. I never ask my clients to do something that I'm not doing myself every single day. And that's working for me. I'm like my fucking test tube, right? I'm like, this works for me. Cool. I'm going to teach it to you. So if this is you reach out to me, I'm super easy to get a hold of. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I would love to chat with you and I would love to hear your story and I would love to help you. So I look forward to hearing from you and I will talk to you guys again soon.